The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, and Nui Scruggs. Players' Lounge with you here. On an Omega Sci-Fi Founders Day. Throw them hooks up, baby. Throw the hooks up. <laughs> Derek Eagleton and I, the, the, we are the Emmy Award winning hosts on these Dallas Cowboys podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to everybody. Oh, I, see you, I see you throwing in the Emmy in there. I see you doing it. Okay. Talk about right. filling, your, filling yourself on a Tuesday. Filling yourself on Tuesday. I love Let us see it. the atomic uh, dog. Step back, step yeah. back from the camera. Let us see the atomic dog, man. Start, start, uh, start the beat up. Let us see it. Well, well, you know. <laughs> young brothers, young brothers. Uh, no, no, we can't, we can't do that. We don't want to get the, we don't want to get the folks hyped up like that. But uh, no, no, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Uh, you're in the. Oh, you needed some Kool Aid over there, man. That's all you need. No, That's it. no, and you no, complete. I got a story. I got a story on that. I got a story on that. So, um, by the way, this is the Players Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com. I'm Nui Scruggs, joined by former Dallas Cowboys players Barry Church and Danny McCray. So, while I was at, at uh, the University of North Carolina at Pembroke, and, um, you know, we were working on a step show. We were working on a step show, and I, I stepped on too many people, and they just told me to slide on out the way. And therefore, oh, me being. My boy got two left being, feet out here. <laughs> yeah, me, me, me being the ingenious one that I am, I was the guy who booked the shows. I was, I was smart brother. So I was the guy that took care of the money, took care of all the smart stuff, brother. got the venues, got everything taken care of. So that was my role in the fraternity. But uh, the step Listen, show, no the way. hopping, that was, that was not me, my man. I, ain't gonna, I am not going to sit man. up here live front. I'm not That's one of the main, was, ain't that one of the I, main I, things, like the main feature? Yeah, okay. the, the uh, step so, show like ain't that the no? Oh look, the you step got, show. You got to do the atomic dog. You got the step to. show. Okay, the, <laughs> the step show is a whole different level of coordination than you just getting out here by yourself. You know, throwing up the hooks, hopping through your leg, and go ahead spinning around doing the atomic dog. That's a whole different thing. Like what you seen? I don't know if you've ever seen the video of Jabril Peppers when he was at University of Michigan. They were on a break. He was waiting on a punt. They were playing the Atomic Dog, and he was out there dancing. That's a whole different thing from you trying to go ahead, line up, and do a step show, okay? Because that's coordination. That's being able to, you know, count steps and do the whole thing. Which I ain't gonna sit up here in front to you. That's not me. So what we do in the fraternity, gentlemen, right. is we highlight our special skills. What do you bring to Omega? I was smart, brother. I took care of the venue. I took care of the money. When we made sure that the fraternity was in the black, we made sure the fraternity was named the sixth district chapter of the year, and we got money for the fraternity. We were also a scholarship winner here. So that's how we took care of ourselves in Omega. Yes, we did. Smart hey, church. brother. Church. church. <laughs> yes. I, I, I thought he was about to, I thought his story was about to go something like, yeah, man, look, back in the day when I used to do it, when I used to do the atomic whatever, I messed around and told my ACL, so I retired. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was no. going to pull up with the, the trick knee, like if it wasn't for that atomic dog, I'd have been in the league type. <laughs> no, see, 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 here's the thing. Here's the thing about lying. You can't lie in the frat because there's going to be somebody down the way who's going to check your story. So, no, no, no. You better tell the truth. 
Because that's not, I mean, it'll get out there on you, boy. Somebody will sit there and pull your car real quick. No, no, no. So I'll tell you the truth. Now, I'll tell you that one of the best stories is the day I met Shaquille O'Neal for the first time in a sit-down interview. He was with the Lakers, and I was working in Los Angeles. So John Black, who ran the uh, Lakers PR, he gave everybody about, I don't know, maybe five, six minutes. Shaq and I go over, because Shaq wants to keep talking to me. Because I had on my Mega Sci-Fi necklace and people saw us talk afterwards. We dat, we, and people were like, I didn't know you knew Shaquille O'Neal. I said, first time we ever <laughs> got to sit down and talk to each other. And, and they're like, really? I said, yeah, we have a little secret bond there. And then from then, Shaquille O'Neal always, I mean, Shaquille always took care of me. How I got my job in TV at uh, NBC was through a live shot that I ended up doing at Santa Barbara at Lakers training camp where Shaq hid behind a tree, did the atomic dog, and then eventually commits to doing a live shot with me as he snuck up on me and tackled me. But uh, that is my guy right there. I tell people, man, you can't say nothing bad about Shaquille. That's a good brother right there. He was a good frat That's brother. A good one he to was know. a good person. He was a good person, period. I remember I was dating a girl at the time in Los Angeles, and she was teaching a kid who was terminal, and he wouldn't do his work. And I told him, I said, and he was a big Laker fan. Mm. I said, look, get your grades up for this semester. I will get you to a Lakers game, and I will have Shaquille O'Neal sign a basketball for you. And the kid did the work. I got him a pass to the game, got him behind the scenes, and Shaq, before he went out on the court, stopped and signed the ball for that kid. And you should have seen the, the, eye, the, the tears in that kid's eyes. And I can't tell you. And, and you guys in football do it totally differently. You know, guys, you know, fans don't get around you before a game. But these basketball players, there's people all, you know, all the time. There was somebody from a Make-A-Wish kid. There was always somebody there trying to meet Shaquille O'Neal before a game. And Shaq, and I give his uncle a whole lot of credit, man. They always took care of people. And his security person, too. Um, they always took care of people, man. I, I can't say enough for Shaquille O'Neal, man. Even he was well, I hope you don't know. Man. I hope you don't know you be over here uh, hating on LSU like you do on this radio show then. Because uh, I, I think that, that attitude might change a little bit, bro. You can't, you can't be, hey, Shaq is my guy, and then be over there hating on the, hating on the university. That just, that, that, that don't go together. That don't make no sense. No hey, sense. I, Especially, and you do a lot of hating on the basketball team. That's even worse. Hey, Goodness. Man. Basketball. Hey, hey. Hey, Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf is my guy. Dale Brown, love Dale Brown. This new cheating coach? Come on now. You know your coach out here cheats. Am I lying? Am I lying? Your coach is on tape saying I made him a strong A offer. Your coach I, listen, said that on tape. Uh, Louie, I didn't. I didn't play basketball, Nui. I'm, I'm confused. On, on, on Maybe you may be confusing me with another Danny, like Danny Green or something. I, I played football. Number one, you just brought and, up and you LSU know, and, you and know, LSU basketball. And you know, these days, no, no, I brought LSU basketball up as when Shaq was there. You be hating on the team, You're not specifically just the coach. Anytime something bad go wrong with LSU, you, you you ready to hop on the show and talk bad about it. So I'm just saying, bro, that's all I'm saying. Wait, and church, wait. and church, and church, and church, you could be my witness. Nui is that guy because if he you is. check our, our Twitter that. messages, the game wasn't even over with Patrick Peterson who went to LSU and, and, and knew he couldn't wait to get on there and say, oh, Patrick Peterson just gave up the game when it touched down. I go check the this score. The Cardinals that won the game. He's just you know ready. <laughs> Talking about facts. Talking about facts. Yeah, these are facts. That ain't no facts. You know what, man? <laughs> they didn't even lose. Let me tell you what. See, you couldn't uh-huh. wait. See, 
if, if I was if I was a hater, if I was a hater, I'd have said something about that article that came out about Darius Guys and Ed Ogeron on LSU yesterday. Did I say anything about that? How people going after the coach and they're going after the program? Did I say anything about that yesterday? Well, you just you did. <laughs> you just did. If, you know, if, I, if I was a hater, I would have said, like, not. if I really, <laughs> if I, I really, you oh, I gave Come you a pass. On, I said, man. I'm not going to bring this up, man. Come I'm not going to hurt Danny church. on Monday like that. I said, I'm not going to do that to Danny Ooh, on Monday. We talked about, we talked about this already. Well, listen, we, we talked about this. Man. Guys, if he, if he put his hands on a woman, he should be in jail. We talked, I don't have no problem with that. Nah, mm, nah, as, mm, you know, as far mm. as us winning national championships and all that, you know, that's a little different. When you got your own personal issues outside of whatever, and you you making them type of mistakes, yeah, that's on you. But like I said, you couldn't wait to hate on Pat P. He even sent me another video today of Pat P. You know, yeah, in a whole yeah, different said, game. In a whole a different minute. game, they wasn't playing. <laughs> true. It was about Kobe. I sent I've sent a video of Cole Beasley today. I know. About, yeah, but the, 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 who beat who beat who beat him on the touchdown? <laughs> was I don't, that I don't know who was in cover. I don't. I don't was know that what coverage they were playing. What coverage? No, was they, was, I don't know what coverage they were playing, man. Let me see. Hey, Church. What listen, coverage Cole they were playing? Be- Cole Beasley did not catch the hey, touchdown hey, like that, man you, to that me. you sent. I didn't know what the coverage was, man. I didn't know. I didn't know. If oh, oh, okay. Oh, I don't know what it okay. was. Oh, okay. Look Can you tell me what that coverage was? Can you tell me what the coverage was? Are you the professional? It's it's hard for me to hate on Pembroke, uh, uh, so I, you know I don't have much to say. I, don't, I, I got hey, that's a research. low blow, man. That's a, that's a low blow, man. You ain't gonna, I go, going at my man's alma mater like that, man. If you want to go after man. a Division two school, if you want to go after a Division two school, that's fine. That's fine. Free games, fine. free games, cold, free games. Everybody, hey, all is fair. All is fair. I, I all is fair. I mean, you 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 divulge into this whole LSU thing. I'm sitting here talking about Omega Sci-Fi and Shaquille O'Neal, and you dive all Shaquille O'Neal is LSU. It's literally this, purple this and gold. Sideways vendetta, and, and I mean, this is incredible, man. It's incredible, man. Yeah, you know yeah. like? All these all these issues you bringing up here, man. You sound like the president, man. You are you okay, Andy? You sound uh, like the president. You got some go. real deep seated beefs in go. you, man. You okay? There you go. Here he you go. Like, here he go with you feel the, like it's rigged. You feel like it's rigged when I talk to you. You feel like it's rigged. No, listen, listen. If anybody sound like the president is you over here talking about fact, this is fact, and it ain't fact. It didn't happen. You over here just making up stuff. The game ain't even over. Y'all, you gonna say fact? Oh, talk about that's a fact. That ain't a fact. We watched the game. The Cardinals won. Oh, how did, how can Patrick Peterson give up a game winning touchdown and they won the game? I'm confused on how that how that is possible. But if you you could possibly explain that to me. Let me know, please. Please tell me how you yeah, give up yeah, a game winning touchdown I, and you win the game. You know what? I, I I did not believe in Kyler Murray. I didn't think Kyler Murray would get it done. I didn't I didn't know Kyler Murray was gonna go out there and save bacon for everybody. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. So so you so it's not a fact. So so it's not a fact then, right? So is this is no, this proven? It was an alternative fact at the time, yes. It was an alternative <laughs> Okay. President, President it, Dewey. It was about to be. <laughs> that's Kelly Conway. That's Kelly and Conway for you right there. <laughs> President Dewey over there, man. He, over there. <laughs> don't, he, don't, <laughs> he don't know how to admit you. that he was wrong. Look at him. I'll learn from you. I'll learn from you. I, I, I just sent out a tweet today about D-Hop catching that pass and how Kyler and D-Hop saved everybody's bacon. So I was happy about that, man. I was truly happy. Yeah, okay. By mm, the okay. way... Mm. We, we might as well dive into the Cowboys here because this is one of the topics <laughs> I've heard on some other Cowboy podcasts, and it brought me back to you, Church. I'm now hearing Make people what? question whether, yes, whether or not Andy Dalton 
is going to have a short leash. I heard a couple podcasters today talk about, you know, it was, it was Amber Garcia, Nick Eaton talking about, and, and David Hellman. Um, could, could if, if Andy Dalton doesn't have a good game, could he be done after one game and replaced by, by Garrett Gilbert? So I'm going to ask you two, and I'll start with you, Church. How far is the leash for Andy Dalton, in your opinion, as he makes his return to the lineup against the Vikings on Sunday? But it's got to be short. It's got to be extremely short, man. I mean, like, look, in the words of legendary Booby Miles, man, if you want to win, let Booby spin. If you want to win, let Gilbert spin. <laughs> I mean, look, this, this, this momentum, this wave he's riding right now, it's too strong. You can't, you can't deny the man. You can't deny the eye <laughs> test. Look, Andy Dalton, I thought coming in that he would be, he would be the savior. I thought, you know, hey, we're good. We're in Andy Dalton's hands. But, you know, after watching what Gilbert did, what he displayed on, on that last Sunday, I, you know, I got a guy. I got to ride with him. He elevated his teammates. He made this offense look good. I got to go with Gilbert on this one. Andy Dalton, he, he said he's going to get the start. They say he's going to get the start. He's got to be on a short leash. I mean, he's got to go out there and it got to be drive after drive after drive. Just looking. He just got to look the part. But right now, I, I still ride with my boy, Double G. Uh, okay, Church, you you and your own administration over here, all right? Because let me let me let me get let me go back let me go back a couple weeks for you. Right after Andy Dalton uh, sealed the game when he came in after Dak with uh, after Dak went down, I specifically remember you saying Andy Dalton ball when he got in the game. He got out there and showed us what he could do. I don't do. remember saying and if, that. And if and if and if Gilbert or somebody else playing, then I'm not I'm not saying they're gonna win the NFC East. But if uh, Andy Dog get out there and, do, and does what he did against whatever, then see, then I'm going with them. And then the next week, Mm-mm. you see you see uh, you see one guy go in and look like complete, you know, like you know, deer in the headlights. And then Gilbert comes. You, you talking about the Nucci? Yes, you talking about, talking, about, uh, talking about a wave? This is a wave. That's the shortest wave I've ever seen in my life. You can't surf that it's wave. Just beginning. It's just beginning. A, a wave got to start. A wave got to start somewhere. You know what I'm let saying? Some, some. some type of reaction had to happen, and the wave started. This is just the beginning of it. This let, is let just the beginning of Gilbert. What's going on? Don't waste. Don't waste no more money as a cowboy. Oh, uh, listen. They pay Andy Dalton to be the backup quarterback. All right, <laughs> give the man a shot to be the backup quarterback. Let they me did it for the at the beginning of the. They no, they didn't. He, he didn't make it a whole game. His offensive line let him get smacked out of the uh, smacked out of the game and didn't even go get his back. <laughs> no, see, he ain't nobody let him get smacked. He, he ran out the pocket on his he own. Listen, he ran out the pocket on his own and got smacked. Andy Dalton has not had a fair shot to do the same thing in that one game that you over here talking about Gilbert did. Listen, a fair you shot? Are, no, 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 Stradamus, no, no, Stradamus, I want you to listen to me, all right? You you lost again last night. All right, so something is wrong with your powers. I'm telling you, uh, your here, powers, here we go. Now, your powers focused on are it. off. Your powers are off. Andy Dalton should not have a short, a very short leash because what happens is all of a sudden he plays bad one game. You put Gilbert in. He goes and play bad. What do you do then? You just go back to Andy Dalton. You keep flip flopping. That's a horrible recipe. Gilbert ain't. Who said Gilbert's playing bad? Gilbert's coming in here. He's going to light things up. Bro, he he had one okay game, bro. He had one okay game, and they lost. They lost church. Church. They lost. Did you forget? They Mm -hmm. lost. They didn't win. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They didn't win. You Mm -hmm. act like this dude brought Mm -hmm. us back and won us the game. They lost. Against the number one team in the whole. Against the number one team in the NFL. Against the number one team in the NFL. They lost. They lost. He threw a pick. What do you mean? He lost. He got after it was hands to the face. That should have been hands to the face. We all saw it. We all saw it. It should have been hands to the face. That's the only reason it went down like that. They got robbed. Well, we all. What we all saw was them lose. Andy Dalton should not have a very short lease. He should have a, a fair shot to go out there and get this team rolling because that's what they brought him in here to do. 
You go give him, you go give him half a game to, to go out there and say that he doesn't look good enough to play. And when you, when you he had more than half a game. game, don't make no sense. He had Arizona, what? he had Washington. All right, he had enough sample size, and we, we've seen what he can do. We've seen what he can do. Now it's Gilbert's turn. It's Gilbert's turn to ride this wave. You go, you go get Gilbert put out the league, right? Riding this oh. wave. <laughs> I'm gonna get See, I'm gonna get Gilbert a second contract. That's what's I mean, going on. <laughs> first off, McCray is right. McCray is right. And, oh, and Danny, here we go. Danny, here's another thing I would say. If, I, if, you know, if you're Garrett Gilbert, the best thing for you is to not play, to let the crowd of people like Barry Church and other people be excited and hope to see you. So then they put you, wrap you up, and then you just sign yourself a nice little contract for multi-years see, after the season. See? I mean, that's the best thing that's, you can do. Selfishness. Gilbert, that's selfishness. That's the selfishness new we talked about. That's the selfishness, man. That's, that's, that's that mentality. That's First you talk about... We need to give up and, and get these these high draft picks. Now you talk about oh Gilbert need to just relax. It's because you don't want to see Double G take this team to success, man. We all know what's going to happen if, if Double G get there behind the center. He's going to lead them to success, man. And I'm telling y'all, and I'm telling the Cowboys, they need to ride with Gilbert. Hold on, they need church, to ride with Church, him. Church, okay, okay. I got I got an example for you, Church. Let's say you go out there and you playing in a game, right? And you and you mm. got two picks in the first half, and we blowing them out. Do you want to go back in for the second half, or you want to leave on a good note with them two picks for that film session on Monday? No, we ain't talking about me right now. Oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You want to leave out we with that talk- good feeling, just like he said Gilbert uh, should leave out with a good feeling so he can get paid uh, next year. That's that's See? exactly what's going on it's here. Selfishness. It's selfishness. There you go. When you, when, when you, you talk go. about a corner, a quarterback is a different position, man. You got to be team-oriented <laughs> at the quarterback. The safety, that's that's a different that's a different beast all on its own. That's a different beast. Oh, quarterback. Man. Different man, they got to ride with my boy Gilbert. Man. And I, I go back to, you know, Danny, I, I go back to this situation where when we first saw Garrett Gilbert play, he came in off the bench for Colt McCoy in that BCS championship game against Alabama. And Texas at that point in time was getting taken to the woodshed. Gilbert gave them a spark. They ended up losing, but he kind of helped make it close. And then Alabama pulled away. And everyone spoke about, hey, man, we got Garrett Gilbert. Come here. This guy's a real deal. This guy's going to be so good at Texas. I mean, you just wait, man. Garrett Gilbert's going to be the next Vince Young, the next Colt McCoy. He's going to take us back to the championship. And you know what he did? Nothing. Ended up transferring and going to SMU. So sometimes you may want to leave, just leave him on that high note, man. Okay? It's just like an episode of, of a good show. You know, at the end, you're like, oh, man. I wanted to see more. If I'm Gary Gilbert, let Andy Dahl ride that thing to the end of the year, and then you just sign a nice contract afterwards. Let's take our first break here on the Players' Mm, Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com. When we come back, Jerry Jones says his staff is doing something a little bit different, and Nostradamus strikes again. That's the Players' Lounge right here. (laughs) Hey there, Cowboys fans. With tight cleaners at home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day, so skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at home pickup and delivery today. Just like all of you, we at Seeky can't wait until we're back in the stands at full strength cheering on the Cowboys and singing along to our favorite songs again. We're using this time to make discovering, buying, and selling tickets to events in Dallas easier. Plus, every ticket purchased on Seeky is protected by our buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back or better if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. 
Download the SeatGeek app today, and when the time is right, let's go. SeatGeek. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Let's take a listen. Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears, okay. Let's play. Cream Soda and Dr. Pepper time. Pour it in a glass of ice. Ah, music to my ears and mouth. New Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. A delicious duet. To the Players Lounge. Hey, looking to change up your dinner routine? Help support local Frisco businesses by choosing one of over 30 restaurants at the Star District. For more information on delivery, takeout, curbside service, and dining availability, visit thestardistrict.com. You're on the you're here in the Players Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com. We are in our SWBC Mortgage Virtual Home Studios. I'm Newey Scruggs. Long-time reporter covering the Cowboys, joined by two former Dallas Cowboys players, Danny McRae and Barry Church. Today on his 105.3 The Fan radio show, owner Jerry Jones came out and said that the Dallas Cowboys coaches and staff are staying at the Omni Hotel, that they're kind of doing their own self-quarantine to try and take care of the players. McRae, your thoughts on the coaches and staff making that move? Uh, I think it's smart. Uh, if, if you look outside of, of the building, you see here in Texas and a lot of other places, the cases are on the rise and you're seeing it affect a lot of teams around the league, games having to be canceled. So I think it's time to go to the extreme measures and, and, and see, see every, you know, try everything you can do to stop this thing from spreading and, and affecting your team, you know, and the health of your players. So I think it's smart. Uh, you know, I wish we could have done it earlier, but I mean, sometimes it's just not realistic, especially when you got so many guys in the NFL, but I'm, I'm glad we're doing it now. Yeah, I think it's uh, an extremely smart move. I mean, like McCray said, we've seen how it can affect a team and how it can uh, dwindle a team down. I mean, losing people. And we've already lost enough all-pros and we've already lost enough players as is. Uh, with them doing this, hopefully, you know, if, if a spread were to happen, um, it can be contained. So um, I think it's a smart idea. And uh, hopefully going forward, more teams adapt the same type of protocol. All right. So the Cowboys trying to make sure they do their part. Also, Jerry Jones was very... Uh, very revealing where he says at his age, he treats every person like they have COVID. So Jerry's trying to make sure that he stays safe in this environment. And obviously, all you have to do is is uh, listen to the folks who are involved in infectious diseases. And they've said they said all summer long it's going to get bad in the wintertime. And it has in some of the cases that we've seen, especially up north. Um, it's sad, man. It is sad. So um everyone do what you can wear a mask and, and be as safe as you possibly can i know i've tried to be a little bit better even just just last week as i'm going places and doing some more things here i had to go up to a drive-through today um and i just put on a mask even though i was at the drive-through um with with the bank teller just just trying to do my part here uh last night the minnesota vikings ended up winning uh, over the Chicago Bears on the road. Minnesota is going to host the Cowboys on Sunday. It was a 19-13 game. Minnesota was favored by three and a half points. Danny McCray, you got it right. You picked uh, Minnesota to win 24-17. <laughs> I had Minnesota winning 
Uh, Nostradamus, a.k.a. Barry Church, had Chicago winning 24-17. <laughs> and I specifically remember Church talking about his belief in Nick Foles. And Nick Foles' line was 15-26 for 106 yards and a pick. And, oh, by the way, they knocked that kid out. He left on a stretcher, uh, left on a car. So... If, um, I'm Gil- wow. if I'm Gilbert, I do. <laughs> if I'm Gilbert, I do not want Church picking me as as the guy that's. Ah, there we go, man. Look, look, I've been wrong. I've been wrong about quarterbacks in the past. So you know, the, Nick. You know, he didn't have my back on this one. He didn't have my back on this one. But it's all right because look, the majority of my powers. Look, I was focused as as the man JG used to say. Focus on the task at hand. And I was focusing on the task at hand, which is being the Cowboys winning the NFC East. You know, the Bears, they let me down, but, you know, everything's going to be all right because we're focused on the task at hand. So, wait. So, 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 no other picks that you make this year matter. Only the, only the Cowboys pick matter. So, you shouldn't pick no more teams because all your powers are going to the Cowboys? No, no, no. I ain't say that. I ain't say that. I'm just saying the majority that my buyers are going to the Cowboys, and that's what's going to happen. You see, it's already going to, and it's going that direction. The snowballs rolling in that direction. Why? Because we're going to the playoffs. That's why. Well, I'm saying, where's the snowball start at? Where did it start? I, 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 it started in Philly. It started in Philly with a loss. Oh, it started okay. in Philly started defensively. Started in Philly. Philly. Pittsburgh offensively picked up, and now we're just going to get these dubs rolling. That's that's that's, that's, okay. you know, that's what happened. That's what all right. I'm okay. Okay. It's, it's, it's all right, Church. Since you're on a roll right now, uh, let's dive into linebacker Sean Lee and the possibility okay. of Sean Lee getting some more snaps. He's coming off injury, so I don't know. I don't know if they've got him on a pitch count at all right now. But your thoughts on maybe seeing Sean Lee a little bit more in Minnesota against Ooh. Kirk Cousins in that Vikings offense? Man, this one, this this one, this was a tough one because you know Sean he brings so much to the table as far as leadership, but I mean he's coming off an injury where he missed what I believe six weeks. He had some type of sports hernia injury, and you know I, I don't know how well he can run um, out there. So, but going against Minnesota, I mean we're gonna need somebody that that's that's informative when it comes to the run defense that can go in there and, and plug like, gaps and fix things when people have messed up. Like if a defender, if a defensive tackle, you know, hit the wrong gap or something, he's the type of guy that can fix that just because of his knowledge of the game so for me you know I wouldn't have a problem with him going in there and, and uh, stealing a few snaps from Jalen Smith I would leave Van Der Esch in there because he seems to be um, getting on a roll here but for me I, I wouldn't mind him taking a couple snaps yeah I, I don't know I don't, I'm, I'm not really sure uh, where, where Sean Lee kind of fits in in this defense or, or if uh, if Nolan could come up with some, some packages to, to, to get him a little bit more playing time. We do know that Minnesota's going to come here and try to run the ball, but they also run it out of – they run it out of 11, they run it out of 12, they run it out of 22. So it's, it'll be a, a run from a lot of different personnel. So they'll have to find a way to get him in. I want to see him get a, a, get a, you know, a little bit more playing time, but – I don't know if I would take it away from Jalen, who who can make some plays rushing the passer, you know, and, and stopping those screens. And like you said, Van Der Esch is playing a little bit better as he gets more comfortable coming off the injury. So, you know, it, it's hard for me to say, you know, mess up the rhythm that these guys are starting to get in. This is a, a week where linebackers are going to need to uh, really be, be solid the way they play because – you know the Vikings are going to try and run the ball with Dalvin Cook, who's an excellent running back. And then what I saw a lot of last night was how they were taking their tight ends and having the tight ends chip and then rolling them out there, and they were catching passes. So Kyle Rudolph uh, had a nice game. Irv Smith, 
um, was out of the game. So I don't know if Irv Smith is going to be able to, will he be playing against the Cowboys? But there's another guy who, um, who's also can, you know, lay down a chip, get out there in coverage. So it's going to be, it's going to be a challenge for these Cowboys linebackers because of the way they like to play football here. So whether they're trying to, the tight ends are trying to block or the tight ends are trying to sit out here and go out in the coverage. Now, the tight ends did have some, some big holding calls. I mean, they probably cost Dalvin Cook about 40, 50 yards in this game because they got caught <laughs> holding. Yeah, this is true. And that's why I think a guy like Sean can step up in there and, you know, he might, he might you know, provide us with some assistance. I mean, look, we need all the help we can get. Um, but when it comes to coverage, I mean, I, who do you put in there? Do you put Jalen over Sean as far as coverage? Or do you or do you leave? I mean, I don't know. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. That's, that's tough because cause you really don't know what Sean Lee can do in coverage coming off the injury, like you said. Um, and, and like and, you know, and and as bad as Kirk Cousins can play, sometimes the passing attack and, and some of the weapons that they have out there, they like to attack the middle of the field. So you're gonna need your linebackers to be out there getting that underneath coverage and helping some of those cornerbacks out. So you need somebody who's aware and can move. That's why it's kind of a toss up in the passing situations. But as far as is stopping the run and making impact plays, I still like Jalen Smith to be that guy who can who, who can create some of those plays. Uh, you know, either be rushing the pass or shooting some gaps or, or, or tackling those guys on the screen with his good recognition so so danny is it in a point in time now where we could talk about you know you don't want to get sean lee hurt but it's almost defcon five and trying to win some games so do you just not put him out there and just 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 let it ride if you're the cowboys well well it's not about not getting them hurt i, I still think that Jalen can make make more plays in certain situations and, and lve okay. is also making plays so i think you just have to fight like you have to kind of force a way for him to get on the field and be there consistently you know without him having to come in you know spot plays here and there i don't want to see him taking away snaps from Jalen smith when Jalen smith could rush the passer you know and, and create some turnovers or wreak some havoc, havoc in the backfield and lv is making some plays so it's just hard it's hard for me to say yeah put sean lee in there and take snaps away from those from those guys all right, let's take our, our second break right here on the Players' Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com. When we come back, I want Danny and Barry, former DBs, to take me through what the Buffalo Bills Monday morning film session must have been like after DeAndre Hopkins beats three Bills players for a touchdown pass. And also, the wide receiver for Minnesota, I'm most worried about the Cowboys covering on Sunday. It's Players' Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com on DallasCowboys.com radio. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today at shop.dallascowboys.com or at stetson.com. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. 
Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey there, Cowboys fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day, so skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. Back to the Players' Lounge. All right, give the gift of Cowboys this holiday season with the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Membership start at just $20 to join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United to join today. You're in the Players' Lounge. I'm Louis Scruggs, longtime Cowboys reporter, joined by Barry Church and Danny McRae. They both play in the National Football League for the Cowboys. So we all saw that that miracle play. They're calling it the Hale Murray, where Kyler Murray uh, avoids a Bills rusher, keeps on his feet, going toward the left, gathers his feet, throws the ball to the end zone, and DeAndre Hopkins jumps <laughs> against three Buffalo Bills players and brings it down. So I'm going to start with you, Church. What is the Monday film session like for the Buffalo Bills who lost a game on a Hail Mary in the end zone? Man, well, unfortunately, man, I, I know this, uh, this play all too well. Uh, seeing as though back in, I believe it was 2012, Detroit came down to, to, to Dallas and uh, Calvin Johnson had a day on us, man. And I think it was right before halftime, he had threw up a, just threw up a Hail Mary pass to him, just, you know, just a jump ball. And it was me. I think Sean Lee was there, and I think uh, Malcolm, not Malcolm Jenkins, uh, Mike, Mike Jenkins was back there, the corner that we used to have for the Cowboys. And uh, the, I thought we were in great coverage. I was even holding him. I was holding him down. And, and the man just, like, I wasn't even there. Like, I was just on for a ride. He just lifted <laughs> off with me on his back, Sean Lee on his side, and Mike Jenkins comes running in. It's it just nothing we could do, man. I was, like, climbing the tower, and this dude just caught it, landed on his feet, kind of shook us off like some leaves, and just kept walking, man. It was it was embarrassing, man. So I can only imagine, you know, what these cats, you know, up in Buffalo are going through in, in the film study right now, man, especially seeing the, the, the post-conference when uh, – DeAndre Hopkins was just talking about, yeah, you know, they were in good position, but it was just a better catch by me or by I. Like, he's just, just talking down to the guys. So, I mean, it definitely got to be embarrassing, but it, that was a tough play, man. Tough play. Yeah, I'll I tell you this. They definitely going over that on, on Friday and Saturday. They're going over that exact situation. Uh, and we talked about it in the break. You see one guy come in and knock Tredavious White off, off of him. <laughs> usually, usually, usually in that play, you have one jumper and you have everybody else boxing out. And uh, every, everybody went up to jump and, you know, you know the, better, the better guy came down with it. That was a heck of a play by him. But I would have liked to see some of the other guys not jump that in, in that underneath coverage playing the out routes and get back there and help those guys out as well. Because you saw some guys up there playing 15, 20 yards up trying to stop people from going uh, from catching, catching balls before the end zone. So they're going to go over that on Friday and Saturday and try to make sure it doesn't happen again. Mm. All right. Uh, mm. Cowboys taking on the Minnesota Vikings. 
up there at U.S. Bank Stadium. It is a mini Jerry World. I was there that first season. The Cowboys ended up playing a Thursday night game there. They ended up um, in a, a, a good game they, that they won. But uh, it's it's very reminiscent of um, going to AT&T Stadium where there's a bar and the players come out through that, through that bar. Um, the receiver I'm most worried about is Justin Jefferson. It's not Adam Thielen. It is Justin Jefferson. And how he was the fifth receiver taken in the first round is mind-boggling. I mean, here's a kid who was outstanding at LSU. Uh, One of the guys that Joe Burrow went to and they won a national championship, he went fifth. And in Philadelphia, because the Philly media lets nothing slide, they were on Jalen Rager about how Justin Jefferson's been so much better than him as a rookie. And Jalen Rager is like, man, I've been hurt, man. You know, he, he, he's done what he did, but I, I've been hurt. I mean, it is, it is hilarious, man. And I've heard a couple people, uh, you know, around here, um, you know, saying about C.D. Lamb, well, you know, look, George Jefferson, uh, Justin Jefferson, I should say, not his brother, but Justin Jefferson is, is, is better than C.D. Lamb. I mean, uh, if you're the Cowboys, you better look out for that young man because he is really good. I'll let you take it from there, Danny McCray. Oh, listen, you, you know, I'm going to pat myself on the back because before the draft, I specifically said, I hope that we pick up Justin Jefferson because we watched him play the entire season. And he was one of the best route runners that came out of the draft. And he, he was the best run after the catch guys that came came out of the draft. And we, you know, unfortunately, we weren't able to get him. But I, I in my heart, I knew that he was going to be one of those top guys, because if you come out and you know how to run routes that way and you know how to present yourself to the quarterback and get open, you're going to be able to make some plays. And he is playing outstanding. So Thielen is playing well, but we're going to need somebody to, to have an eye on Justin Jefferson because if not, we see he can go for one of those 200-yard and two-touchdown games. Yeah, and he and he did that last night against a, a Bears defense who, and I believe, is one of the top defenses in the National Football League. So um, I think this dude, this dude's legit, man. This dude is nasty. They move him around to get him open. He's he just not, you know, a premier outside receiver. He does it in a slot. He's very quarterback friendly. So he reminds me of CeeDee Lamb in that way because they both do a lot of their damage um, out of the slot. But this is a guy that we got a key on, especially in the secondary. I mean, usually we would have a uh, um, Diggs type of guy to kind of shut that number one down. But without him being there, uh, I'm not sure who you kind of throw on him because this dude is he's nasty as far as it comes with the route running. But for me, it, it still all boils down to Dalvin Cook. I mean, I mean, we know they have weapons outside with Thielen and Jefferson and Irv Smith and those boys. But we all know this offense lives and breathes through Dalvin Cook. And this one's going to be a tough one. I know I got us going six and ten, but. Uh, this is one of the games I don't see us stealing because, I mean, that's a grown man back there in that backfield. And we, we see what he was able to do to Chicago, carrying them going on along, along for the ride. So, for me, it's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a tough one overall. Church, church, church as, as you was describing Justin Jefferson, I closed my eyes and I was, I was like, if this guy didn't say the name, I would assume that you was talking about a guy named Amari Cooper. We should be doing the same thing with him. <laughs> move him around. He's crisp on his routes. You move him around, uh, create some matchups, and let him let him do what he does best, which is route DBs up and get open and make plays with the ball in his hands. I, that, that's what I thought you were talking about, but maybe we, Killer Moore was listening think, to this you, as well. You still think Amari got that, though? You still think he got that Absolutely. juice in the tank? Amari Cooper is still one of the best route runners in the NFL. And if you get the ball in his hands, he can make the plays. I fully believe this. A $100 million guy, if you give him a chance, he can be worth something close to it. We just need to give him the opportunities. 
So who should get more ops though? Should should CD Lamb get more ops? Should Gallup or, or are you saying we should solely focus on on Coop and then you know let the other targets kind of trickle out themselves? Absolutely. Absolutely. What I'm going to echo this for the entire season. The offense should focus on especially now Zeke and Amari Cooper, and then it's, it's everybody else should live off of that. You should be focused on getting 19 the ball, making the defense focus on him, and then letting everything else open up. When you when you take him out of the game and you don't give him the ball, they, you make it easy on the defense. He, He's, he's pretty much irrelevant out there. Mm. But Craig, preach, preach, because I go back to when the Cowboys were three and five, and they make this trade for Amari Cooper, and then they went on that run and and saved Jason Garrett's job. It was Amari Cooper, and I, I don't know. Maybe they brought too many other roosters into the hen house because when it was just Cooper as the guy, they were feeding him and they were winning, and I, you know I don't know if this is supposed to be a, a equal opportunity offense now or what. But but we're not seeing Cooper get fed. When Cooper is fed, we've seen the results. And so I think McCray, you've been preaching on this all year long, and, and I think you're on point there. I, I don't I don't understand it. Maybe this is what Kellen Moore wants to do. But but I think you're right. Figure out a way to force feed nineteen the football if you have to. Y'all want y'all want to know what's I'm look. I'm gonna tell y'all what's gonna happen. Y'all want to replicate that feeling. Y'all want that same type of save the season how Amari Cooper kind of did us back then when we were three and five. <laughs> you gotta let your boy Gilbert spin. Come if y'all on, want those bro, same type up. of results, y'all want that <laughs> wave. Y'all want that that stretch of wins. Y'all gotta let my boy Gilbert spin. I mean, look, it, it's going down either way. Because Dalton no will be on a short leash. Either way, it's going down. Gilbert is going to take over. And that wave that y'all talking about, that streak that saved a lot of jobs, it's going to happen again. No, 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 he's not listening to us. That's not what we want. <laughs> That's what you want. <laughs> We're not asking for that. I'm just telling y'all what's going to happen. That's, I'm just telling y'all what's going to happen. This, this six and ten making the playoffs again, stomped out in the first round. That's what. That's the wave that you want. The wave that we want is load up in the draft picks, fix your O line, fix your defense, bring somebody in here to run a four three. That's the wave that we want. We are total opposite in what you're talking about. Do y'all see our remaining schedule? Do y'all see our <laughs> remaining schedule? I see a lot y'all of L's on there. We can't get to six and ten. Y'all telling me we can't get to six and ten? I see a you lot of what? L's on there. All right, all right. What? All right. I, well, you know, I, I brought up I brought up Justin Jefferson, and, and one of the things that I'm thinking is somewhere along the way, Nolan's going to have to go send some heat at, at at Kirk Cousins, because we saw how sh- effective Chicago was with that. So that means you're going to have to lead some guys one on one, and when I think about Jefferson one on one against Cheeto who's coming back and hasn't played a lot this year. He's been injured. Uh, Anthony Brown, I mean, man, we could see a 54-yarder. We could see a bomb, I mean, easily. So these Cowboys DBs, remember, Diggs is out. They have not shown me, Barry, that they can be trusted so that you can roll off this 6-10 and record here. Uh, As Barcells used to say, all I can go by is what I see. And until I see the Cowboys defensive backs get out here and stop getting beat on big plays – this is the type of team, this is the type of wide receiving core that can make those big plays. I'm worried. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit worried, too. Night. He did. I, I'm a little bit worried, too, but I, I think this defensive line is getting it together, man. I think we're going to start getting more pressure with just four. I don't think we're going to have to send as, much, you know, as many blitzes as we did in the past, and I think we're going to be able to start getting more pressure with D-Law, hopefully Alden Smith, and you know my boy Neville Gallimore is going to bring it, too. So for me... <laughs> If we can do that, if we can get that pressure coming with just four, it'll leave a lot more options to cover the Jeffersons, the Thielens of the world. So maybe we put that game plan together and we get a W in uh, at Minnesota. 
Who do you man. re-sign in the offseason? Do you re-sign Cheeto or do you re-sign Lewis? What, what do you do there, McCray? Uh, I'm gonna get at the church because y'all, you know, every time I talk about a cornerback on this team, it always goes <laughs> negative. So I'm gonna let church, church, you take this one, bro. You take this one. I don't want to. I'm gonna listen wrong, to what you say, and I'm gonna just feed off of it. Nope, I got nothing. I got nothing to start. I'm giving it to you. You got it first. <laughs> McCray, I don't see the problem, but I, you know I, I'll take it. I'll take the I'll take the question, man. But I think I think you got something in Diggs that uh, you can build upon. I mean, we we've seen him have his ups and downs so far this season, um, but he's battled, he's competed, and um, you know he's made it tough on receivers. So I think you got something, kind of a cornerstone. But he's not up at the one he's position. He's not up. I'm talking. Yeah, he's not up. I'm yeah, about the he's not up. So, <laughs> I'm so I, I understand that. I understand that. I understand that. I'm getting to my point. I'm getting to my point. So. I think we you got something out of time. Point, I need you to get to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna just break it. I'm gonna break it down quick. Then. I'm gonna break it down quick. Cheeto, you got to keep him because you just can't leave Diggs being the only, only guy there, kind of vet experience there at cornerback. So I think you got to keep a Wuzier. Um Lewis and and Brown. Well, Lewis is up, so I think you got to let him walk. And uh, and Brown, I think Brown. No, Brown just resigned, so he's still Brown's around. Under, so he's under me, contract. Let, so it's, yeah, it's, I got to keep. It's, it's, yeah. Okay, you, so you're you got to keep Cheeto, let Lewis walk. Yep. McCray? Got to let Lewis walk. Uh, McCray? Listen, man, this is this, this something I got to answer, you know, as we go further into the season, as we see the <laughs> matchup against some of these, some of these top receivers. Pulling the old if Louis, today, huh? if it's No, no, if it's today, I'm not keeping, I'm not keeping any, any, any one of them. If it's today, but we That's also know answer. that. That's the answer. That is correct. That we, is the That is yeah, we, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but we but we 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 also know that 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 the coaching that they're receiving may be a little off. We know that the defensive coordinator may be a little off so far. So you know, a lot of stuff is playing into it. You know, at the at the end of the year last year, we thought Jordan Lewis was going to be one of those guys who was having going to have a great season this year because he had the talent to be to, you know to to make some things happen. So I'm not going to just throw that by the wayside. But I need to see if Church saying that the defense is turning the corner here. I need to see how these guys play against Justin Jefferson and Thielen, and when they get out there, you know, and continue to play against some top receivers how they perform uh throughout the rest of the season i got to see how that goes before i say let them both fall but as of today i i, I would let them let them both go and mm. i would throw this mm. uh, i would throw this other factor into it as well maybe they don't want to play for the cowboys anymore maybe they want to go play for another team and uh, if they bring and i expect them to bring in a new defensive coordinator and most likely a new defensive backs coach so maybe that new DC and new new corner coach may want someone else as well. Maybe they have a you know a specific type of a player that they want. And if the Cowboys get high enough in this draft, let's just say they're picking third. Man, you got the ability now at three. Maybe somebody wants to make a trade and get up here and get a quarterback because you know that BYU quarterback is a guy people are talking about. Um, I mean, so you could trade down possibly rack up and get yourself several pieces in the first round to go ahead and, and, and improve this football team. And maybe you're getting a Patrick Sertain Jr. from Alabama or, or another corner and, and maybe a defensive end. I mean, you got options. So that's why McCray and I are thinking about 2021. This draft, the Cowboys <laughs> could really do some wheeling and dealing with a high enough pick to do some stuff. While Church is out here mm-hmm. trying to go 6-10 and 10 for a first round beatdown. <laughs> Can't okay. believe y'all. Right. Anything okay. can happen okay. in the tournament. Mm, mm, mm. Can't believe I'm hearing Including this. Including the beat. That's from you, McCray. Including the beat. I can't down. believe that. Can't believe that, McCray. From you. Mm, All right. Mm, mm. Gotta be kidding. All right. Me. You dr- this is ridiculous. All right. We. 
But this, that's the show for the day. We're going to let uh, McCray go do his thing. We're going to let Church drink his Mike Nolan Kool-Aid of 6 and 10. <laughs> and we'll see where it all goes. We will do the Players Lounge tomorrow. Appreciate everybody checking us out and to our man Chris being the producer who makes everything happen. Chris, we all appreciate you, man. Okay, I just want you to know that, Chris. Absolutely. We appreciate Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Okay, we appreciate Chris you. Chris drinking the Kool Aid, too. Uh, yeah, yeah. We don't appreciate uh, Chris, that, but you can add a Kool Aid, though. <laughs> hey, you know, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. We'll do it tomorrow, everybody. Take care. Goodbye. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this,